Whatever y'all guys want to call me, and this is you for your nickname, beginning nickname. Shout out to y'all people coming. Out. Shout out to all people who know all, all my nicknames and the ones that I created that nobody knows. And yeah, and then we'll tell you about. I will tell you about all about that. And like, um, and have the next episode or so. Very good. Afternoon, good morning, good night, whatever you guys are listening to this podcast. Yeah. Anyways, um, today's podcast, um, as you can tell, this is you're listening to Smart and Sexy Dimitri's Body, and we have something to talk about. We have some some cool things to talk about. I know I haven't posted a podcast since the August 7th. I know you probably saying, um, Danica, what have you been doing? Well, I'm going to get you guys caught up on everything that has been going on. There's a lot of new stuff coming your way, a lot of new stuff, um, but if I'm going to give you a few stuff, then I'll, I'll be doing a YouTube video. I'm going to be doing a YouTube video and talking pretty much about um, everything. So if you want to know what really goes down or why I haven't been uh, making podcasts, because I've been working on different projects. I know, I've been working on different projects. Yes. And um, so that's all you need to know. Just make sure to tune to my YouTube channel to find out. And all you got to do is go. I'm gonna go on my YouTube right now, and I'm going to give you guys the thing. It's not uploading yet. It's not uploading yet. And you guys, if you if you want to join, if you want to make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're new, if you are new to the channel. You gotta hit that subscribe button in a minute. Let me pull up my channel real quick so I can let you guys know exactly what's going on. Go on the real Danica Robots and go ahead, go ahead and go check out all my videos. Go ahead and subscribe. Every there's no video on on yet. There's no videos on there yet, but I'll be for my first video uh, about what really goes on. So anyway guys, so we're gonna we're gonna give you the purpose of this podcast here. As I, as I said I'm gonna get you caught up and as I said I'll be doing a video on that so um, make sure to stay tuned that we posted today. Um yes I know I know guys you probably say that like, come on, you haven't posted a podcast since August 7th. And look what day today is. Yeah, August 27th. I know, I know. Don't worry, don't worry. As long as you go on my YouTube channel, The Real Dini Clubhouse, and you will see, you will hear everything that went down. But anyway. So let's talk about who I am as a person. 
because I know you guys want to get to know me well. So, if you guys are going to get to know me, because I'm going to, excuse me, where I grew up, what thing, what things I've been, what, um, what I've been going through, and I'll, I'll be able to live a little bit of my story in general, because I know you guys want to know about my story, and where have, um, what lessons I haven't learned, what have learned throughout life. So we're going to start um, a bit of where I was born. I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. I was born in Kingston, Jamaica. And growing up in Jamaica was a good experience. I love it. And I love being able to be born in Jamaica. Because it's amazing that I'm able to be born in Jamaica. But the thing is, um, to be honest with you, I love Jamaica, and I know you guys are gonna. I'm gonna. I might get hateful for me saying this, but I have to say it anyway. My my hometown is a homophobic state. Yes, I said it. I just said it. It is a homophobic state. I do love my hometown, but it's a homophobic state, and I just. There's one thing I don't like about it, 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 not just only that, but the crimes, crimes that goes down in there. And to give you a, a little story time about what happened when I was in Jamaica, um, I remember um, like when I was like, when I was little, when I was little, my, my mom went to work while my grandmother was at, at home. And we live in like I can't give you guys the the location, but I know it's in Kingston. So make a long story short, um, I was playing, you know, I was playing around in the, in the yard, not the yard, the um the veranda. You know, if you're Jamaican, you know what I'm talking about. You know, like the veranda. I was like, you know, being my random self, don't not paying a any attention to nothing but just playing around all that kind of stuff so when my grandmother was cooking dinner my because my mom was at work so pretty much my grandmother raised me up more than my mom to be honest with you yes my grandmother raised me up more than my mom so just so that y'all know that I know not many people know that and I do guys know but anyway so while my, my grandmother was cooking dinner I remember, as I said, I was playing around, blah, 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 and then all of a sudden, I saw something, I saw a guy running across, I saw a guy running across, and it looks like, when I saw the guy running across, my grandmother, I didn't even know that she saw, so she, my grandmother had a rush outside, lift me up, and carry me inside the house and close the door, bolt the door shut. Yeah. So that's what happened. And then my grandmother had a um my grandmother ended up seeing the guy was running across and she had to pick me up. So that's that. Anyway, so growing up in Jamaica was a it was cool. I get to learn a lot of things. I get to you know, do a lot of things. Cause I started dancing when I was young. But as if you know, I started dancing when I was uh, I was like, yeah, look, I started dancing when I was like, that's why I'm, I'm a dancer now today, 
and I'm very blessed that I'm able to be um, dancing for over a decade. Yes, I've been dancing for over a decade. Yeah, over a decade. So calculate that. You know what decade means. That means uh, for over 33 years. Because I'm 33 right now. Yes, over 33 years of my life, I have been dancing. Yes. And I came out the womb dancing. So yeah. But anyway, um, so pretty much, I was just growing up in Jamaica was a great, great, and um, like I grew up with my grandmother. My grandmother was very, um, she's sweet, she's nice. Um, may she rest in peace. She passed away. She passed away just having seven, I mean, it's 18, um, like January 15, 2018. And the long story short, um, basically. She taught me a lot of lessons growing up, you know, she taught me a lot of lessons, like being able to, you know, she taught me, guys, there's a lot my grandmother teach me, I can't even go into that, because she, my grandmother taught me a lot, but the main thing that my grandmother, my grandmother taught me is that, um, like, um, to be true to who you are, that's what my grandmother that's one thing I learned from my grandmother, to be true to you, be true to yourself, that's, and, and I will never forget that, my grandmother told me to be true to who you are, be true to you, there's only one you, there is no, there's no more you in this world, there's nobody has your name, your DNA, your, your whatever, I'm the only Danica um, my middle name, I'm the only Danica Tekaya T, I'm telling you, I'm the only person with that name, and I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's one you, there's not more than one you, no, if there's more than one you, that means you're a twin, that means you have a twin, that's it, but it just, there's, there's only you. And that's what I learned from my grandmother growing up. And it has, like, growing up, it has made me, I've learned so many things growing up, you know, like, I remember their time. For those of you who don't know, I do play basketball. When I was younger, I played that. I, sp I played sports. I used to play soccer. I used to play uh, cricket. If, you, if you're from Jamaica, you already know what I'm talking about. Like I said, you already know. Yeah, there's, uh, like Americans don't know what I'm talking about. But um, but if you talk to Jamaican, they will rephrase it for you. So back when I says, so I played sports. I played cricket. I played all kind of sports. Going up because I remember uh, I played. I played cricket in the yard when I was like on the road because I remember there was a my next door neighbor and we have these guys right and and like I played um, cricket I I know how I, to be honest with you I remember how the hell uh, I got a bat but I never had a bat in the ball it was my next door neighbor and that was decades ago and then you play, you know we had fun and yada yada and then going up I, I even climbed trees when I was young yeah I, I, I climbed trees when I was young so I'm, and I'm gonna say this my mom is gonna say I did not climb trees 
uh, she wasn't even there. So, so how is she gonna know that I, um, that I, that, that I didn't climb trees? I didn't climb trees. So if, if my mom tell you that I didn't climb trees, don't listen to her. Cause I'm telling you, I because uh, I as I said, I grew up with my mostly my grandmother. My grandmother grew me up more than my mom. Because there are times when my mom is not being scared to work and my grandmother had to take care of me. Because, yeah, before my sister was even born, before my sister was even born, I was the only child growing up. I was the only child since 88 until 1996. Because my mom got pregnant with my sister probably in 1995 or so yeah probably 1995 and then my sister was born in 1996 so do the math i ain't got time to be going into the math right now but you already know so yeah so i was a lonely child i have period and i wasn't doing but i did that i remember um like growing up it was a it was a great experience. I guess my my grandmother taught me a lot. Um, to be honest, and I'm be honest with you, I love my mom dearly. I love my mom. I always love my mom. But like my grandmother put me up more. As I said over and over in this podcast, my grandmother brought me up more than my mom. My dad wasn't in my life. My dad was not in my life. So yeah. My dad was in my life too much because when I was young, I remember my dad, I, I, I don't think my dad was there when I was born, to be honest with you. Because the only picture I saw is when my mom told me that was the only thing. That's the only thing. So, yes. Then I remember. But anyway, so in Jamaica, I've been to different high schools and all that kind of stuff. I've been bouncing around high schools. So don't get me started on that. But I'm not going to say too much about my high school experience. I'm going to give you more of my high school experience on my YouTube channel. If you want to hear it, let me know. If you want me to do it on the podcast more than the, the, the YouTube, let me know. All you have to do is... Um, Hit me up. I will give you the details at the end of the podcast when you guys can find me so you guys could hit me up. So, yeah. So, as I said, so growing up, I've been to high schools, you know, all around. I've been to a lot of high schools. Yeah. <laughs> I lost count. I lost count how many high schools. So, do the math. Do the math. And you know what I'm going with that. So, if I went to a lot of high schools when I was in Jamaica, you already know how many high schools I went to. So, yeah. But anyway, I did finally graduate high school when I was in America. Yeah, when I was living in New Jersey. I was living in East Orange, New Jersey. So, yeah, I finally graduated high school. But, here's the thing. The high school that I went to was not the first high school because the first high school that I went to, I even forgot the damn name. I forgot the name of the first high school that I've been to before. Um, make a long story short, I'm going to tell you what really happened at, at the first high school that I've been to. 
the first high school, uh, my mom was signing me up for school, or my, or my, my dad, whoever, uh, my mom was signing up for school. So, um, basically, I was supposed to start, and then this girl, this girl, I don't even know this girl. Um, she was walking in the hallway. Lana and I was, um, I think I was walking in the hallway or standing somewhere. I don't know what the hell I was doing. So I don't even remember, but that was a decade ago. So, yeah. So, as I said, make a long story short, uh, she had me a cigarette and I don't even smoke. You see what? You see what I'm going with that? I never smoked in a day in my God. You know what? Life. So, yeah. So she had me the smoke and then, um, uh, I, I was trying to get it out my hand. I couldn't throw it on the floor because I don't want to um, explode, like to burn down the school. So I could I tried to give it back to her and turn and and then I saw the principal coming down. I was like I was I was panicking. I was panicking. I was panicking, and I didn't know what to do. I, I couldn't throw it on the floor as I said before because I don't want to block the whole school with me in it. And you know, so I ended up got, got caught. And guys, I'm gonna tell you this: I've never got expelled in my whole entire life, except for that moment I got expelled, just because a a girl gave me a cigarette, and the girl, the girl at her parents probably came down there. And the parents probably say, oh, my daughter don't smoke. My daughter don't smoke. And, and instead of her getting expelled, they expelled me, which was not right. It's not right because why do you expel somebody who has never smoked a day in, in her life and the other girls smoke? That's a wrong picture there. I don't know what kind of message you're trying to send, but that's, that's wrong. That is wrong. But anyway, that is that. And that's and then that's, I end up leaving that school, go to East Orange Campus High School when I was in East Orange, New Jersey, and I graduated. And I started, it was, as I said, it was, yeah, I'm going to tell you more about that. But the thing is, make a long story short, make a long story short, um, basically, um, like, a lot of, um, it was, it was weird, I, I start out, don't know nobody, don't know nobody here, and then I end up meeting some people, you know, some um, students, yada, 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 and then, in high school, I've been to marching band, I've been to marching band, I've, I've done um, all sorts of things in that high school. I did um, karaoke, I did all that kind of stuff, you name it. So I did all that. So anything music related, anything that is music related, yes. So, and the thing is, I never started music when I was in high school. It was when I was uh, younger. 
because I started dancing first before music came into play. So anyway, I know this is going to be all over the place, I know, but like back then, um, growing up, I listened to all kinds of music, all kinds of music, uh, you name it. I grew up listening to Tony Braxton, I listened to Sean Paul, I listened to um, all of all the Jamaican artists, Bounty Killer, um, um, Vibes Cartel, and all that kind of stuff. I grew up listening to them, and yeah, and the song that, the song is this song, um, yeah, if you know where I'm going with that, yeah, it was not appropriate. Let me know the record if you know when if you catch my flow. Yeah. So yeah. But anyway, so that was that. I got so music really started when I was growing up because I told myself but I remember when I was young I told myself I wanna become a musician one day. I, I remember I said that. It was like a long time it was a long time ago. Like I said, I want to become a songwriter. I want to become a singer-songwriter, rapper, whatever. I want to become a, a bit like a musician. Turns out, guys, I am a musician right now. So, <laughs> look at that. I am a musician, so it happened. Because I'm a singer, I'm a songwriter, I'm a rapper, I do rap. I didn't even know I'm a, I could rap. Um, I discovered that when I was in high school, and I'm also a podcaster, you already know, because uh, uh, to be, long story short, again, like some years ago in 2012, or, or probably before that, it was long, 2009, that's it, 2009, I started doing podcasting. So, so I already knew about podcasting back then because I don't know if you guys remember this blog talk radio where I would podcast on there and to be honest with you I can't even get in that account. Yeah, I, don't I can't even get in that dead on account because um, the first ever email that I have I cannot get inside. We get me started with that one. I cannot get in that email. So we yeah, couldn't get in that email to this day. I don't even know what the password to it. So yeah. <laughs> now I gotta call Google to see if I can get in. But yeah. I have to send an email to Google to see what if I could get access to it. So yeah. But anyway, so some so as I said, when I was a really experienced, I've learned so many things along the way, um, you know, and on top of it, um, it's just a blessing because as I said, everything happens for a reason, there's things, because things happen for a reason, you know what I mean, so if, if you're going, if, because I've been through a lot, when I mean a lot, a lot, I've been through it all. I've been through it. When I mean I've been through, I've been through everything. Everything you think of, except for certain things. But I've been through my my mom's friend. I got molested 
I not molested. I mean, I got raped. I got raped when I, uh, my mom's friend bit me. And my first sex sexual experience. Oh gosh. I hope my mom don't hear this podcast. But oh my god. My first not really. Not really. If you know where you go. I'm trying not to um, say too much because I don't know about um, the, the podcast um, um, policy or what to say. But my first experience, uh, it was when I was young, and I cannot tell you who is. Sorry, that is me. So, okay, I know, I know you're probably saying, okay. I'm going to give you a little hint, but I'm not going to tell you who it is. It was my cousin. My first sexual experience with my cousin. There. Yes. But I'm not going to say which cousin. No. So, yeah. But anyway, that's that. Yeah. Which was, yeah. I know you're probably saying things like, what? Yep. Yeah, I think so. So, it, it was, um. Yeah, I did not know I had to go through that to be honest with you because I was young and dumb not really dumb but like I was young I was I, I think I was a teenager I probably was a, before I hit teenagers I think it happened when before I hit teenagers because I didn't know what was going on and yeah and turns out my cousin said she played a game with her sisters, but turn, I don't think she played a game with her sisters. I think she, I think she was, uh, she found me hot and sexy, you know. Who can resist this? Who can resist me? But sit, seriously, that is an abomination, not to God, dating somebody your, of your family member. That that is an abomination. It's an abomination. It's an abomination. I don't want to date. I don't want to date my cousin. No, that's off limits. So anyway, so that's that. If you want beats, if you want more information about that, as I said, I will give you the information on how to contact me at the end of the podcast if you want to find. And I already tell you my YouTube channel, but I will tell you about that. Anyway, so yeah, a lot when. A lot went down. So as I said, as I said before, things happen for a reason. Everything that happens so there's reason. Cause um, it was crazy. My life has been a roller coaster ride. To be honest with you, it has been a roller coaster ride. It's it wasn't easy. Cause there's steps I had to take. There's step because. There's steps I had to take, and it was, you know, and being, being, um, being God's child is like a blessing from God because I'm a, we're all God's children. I know, I'm not, and let me rephrase that. We're all God's children. And I'm saying, like, when I was young, I, um, I need to tell you this one too. When I was like a baby, when I was like a, my baby days, I got christened. I got christened when I was a baby. Yes, yes, guys, I got christened. Christened. If that's how you say christened, yeah, I got christened. Um, 
April when I was a baby. And then, as I got older, um, when I was seven years old, um, my I think America, I I was in America for the first time. So um, my first time in America was when I was seven years old. Yeah. So it's not like I've never been in America before, but I when I I was seven years old, so when I first came to America, and I went to New York City. I went to New York City. My family is in uh, some of my some of my family is in New York. I make a long story short. The reason why I had to come to New York City is because. Uh, um, I think you, some of you might know this, some of you might not know this, but I was born with a hole in my heart. I was born with a, a, a you know, like a heart, um, my heart was, how you say it? I know my mom probably know the answer, but I have to get it. So, but it was a valve, something was wrong with my heart, something leaking, some, some shit like that, whatever. And that, because my mom had to send me to New York City, so I could they could check on my heart because there's, I don't think there's nobody in Jamaica that could do it. So it, um, that's my first ever um, coming to America in New York City, and uh, the doctors um, did. Uh, I remember. Let me see if I can remember. And like when I was in New York, um, they sent me to the hospital. If I could remember the hospital, University Hospital, yeah, that's it, that's the hospital name, it was Universal, not Universal, University Hospital, and in, in University Hospital, when I was, and I came in at 7, and um, my mom had to send me in, you know, tell the doctor what happened, yada yada, I was born with a hole in my heart. Yeah, that's the word. I was born with a hole in my heart. So yeah, and that's why I flew, flew me. Cause my first time um, flying a plane was when I was seven years old. Yeah, cause um, so yeah, that was my first time flying flying a plane. Not at y'all know what the heck I mean by that. But anyway, so um, so long story short, um, went to the hospital. Mom, they shut me in, yada yada. They had to keep me overnight. They probably kept me overnight. And um, and let me see. Um, I remember I was there for like two, three days on one night. I don't even remember. It was a, it was uh, it was some. It was, it was a decade ago. The reason why I said decade, it was it was a long time. So yeah. So long story, long story short, long story short, um, the doctors carried me upstairs and put something all over my body. They had to put me up on some machine, some machine or some shit, you know, that hooked me up all over my body, that hooked me up and including where my heart is and um they had a operate on me they had to operate on me and um basically long story short they 
they went in my they went in twice they went in twice and yada 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 they went in twice the first time it was um the first time was uh i was let me see if i can get this right um the first time it was crazy because i almost didn't make it so that was my almost death experience yeah yeah if you know where i'm going like that so yeah that was my yeah that was my near death experience yes so god kept me alive for yeah so at seven my mom's my mom had a praying wine people i don't know where she met them but there were people praying for me downstairs and i was upstairs and my behind was on not the f out i didn't know what the hell was going on because they had to put me on anesthesia because you cannot you cannot um do it you know you had to put me on anesthesia and i had to put me on anesthesia yada yada yeah they had to put me on anesthesia so because i was not the f out so yeah they put me on anesthesia so i don't know what I, so that's why they had to operate on me because they can't just operate on you when you're alive so i mean not in that way when you're yeah when you're yeah all of that so long story short my mom prayed a prayer uh prefect church at my family and my uncle's church and there was a prayer people and then my my mom my mom heard what happened so my mom said that um my mom said this that um that that um i belong to god so i belong to god so my mom made a promise to god that if i live I'm his child, not her child, so yeah, so that's what my mom did, my mom made a promise to God, my mom made a promise to God and said, um, if, if I live, she's yours, and then, yep, and then they offered me a second time, and then it worked, and I ended up having a scar, so this, so if you, if you meet me by chance and all that stuff, I would probably show you the scar, but I might not show you the scar because only a few, only a certain people can see my scar. Only people can see my scar. The people who know me the, the most, who are close to me, who are can see it. But anybody who's yeah, the people can see it. So yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, that's that's what happened. And then you know, I, I they up the doctors operated me twice. Yeah, that was my near-death experience, and there's there's more. There's I had more near-death experiences. So yeah, but God kept me alive for a reason because God knows that I have um, a mission to fulfill um, on this earth. I have a mission to fulfill, and that's that. And I'm and I'm blessed. That's why I tell I, I have to be grateful to God. I have to be grateful to God because He's the one that kept me alive. For all these years, so for how many years, it's a blessing from God that I'm able to live to, to see the 33. I live to see 33. That's so cool that I live to see 33. I live to see 33, and I'm grateful to God that I'm able to live to see um, 33. And I pray to God there will be more. I pray to God that there will be more, more years to come. 
like whenever because yeah, this paragraph is more graceful. So yeah, this paragraph because you know I pray God for I pray to God that I live to see over a hundred because I pray um I pray to God that I live to see um when I'm over a hundred that is so cool to be living over a hundred. So that's that. That be because um if I got because I I, I, I want to be able to live to that amount of years. So yeah. So anyway, so and another thing I want to talk about who I am is that um, as I said, I've been learning so much throughout life, and I learned to be to be myself, to be true to myself, because my grandmother taught me that growing up, and um, all around people have been telling me to be myself, not be anybody else, because I cannot be anybody else, I have to be true to me, I have to be the person who God made me to be, and the thing is that I've gone through so many pains, so many struggles, and, and another thing is, guys, I didn't even know that my mom was a narcissist, to be honest with you, yes guys, my mom is a narcissist, and for those of you who don't know what narcissist is, I'm going to give you the definition of narcissist so you will know what I'm talking about. So, so give me a second, let me pull it up real quick so I can let you guys know what a narcissist is. But let me tell you what I know what a narcissist is. So, narcissist is somebody who you know they blame things on the person when is there that actually that if you're not wrong with that, yeah. So that is called a narcissist. So let me give you the full meaning of what it, what a narcissist is, so you could know exactly what I'm talking about. Because I know you guys want to know what is a narcissist. So give me two seconds. Let me put it up real quick. Let me see what is a narcissist. What is a narcissist? Okay, there we go. So, the meaning of narcissist. A narcissist, and this is it's like a personality disorder. It's like a disorder in which a person has an inflated sense of self-importance. Like, they're important, if you, if you know what that means. The um, narcissistic personality disorder is far more commonly in men. The cause is... Unknown, but lacking loss of combination of genetic information factors, and yes, my mom had not this, but um, I'm trying to, I'm trying to see the, um, okay, I, what is a narcissist because that is narcissistic, so that I'm going to give you the signs of what is a narcissist, so you can, um, you can see what, um, and I'm going to tell you what is it, the most common signs and the symptoms of. Narcissistic personality disorder. So, um, basically, um, like possessing a sense of importance and uniqueness are important aspects of being a happy and fulfilled person. But those with a narcissistic personality disorder take these things to an extreme. And so, according to WebMD, the word narcissism. Narcissism comes from a Greek myth about narcissism. 
A man who sees his own reflection in a pool of water and falls in love with it, while an exaggerated sense of one's effectiveness is certainly one characteristic of MPD. There are many other symptoms that can indicate someone is suffering from this mental illness, including these 20. Now, the first thing that matters is they always talk about themselves. But this could be men or women. They won't um, deal with men, but women has it too. Some women have it. Not all women, but women have this. And my mom does have this. Because my mom always talks about her damn self. And uh, to be honest with you, I'm sorry to say that. But the thing is that I'm going to be honest with you. Like, um, growing up, like, not growing up, like, um, at a certain year, um, my mom was not like that. But my mom has been, you know, treating me, you know, different and treating me like, I'm going to put it this way. Um, treated me like shit. I'm sorry to say that, but I have to say it. But she always talked about herself. And, and the thing is this, guys. Um, I remember when I was working at Walmart. I used to work at Walmart. I'm going to tell you about me working at Walmart in my YouTube video. So make sure to go on my YouTube channel and subscribe. There's no videos yet. So yeah, talk about that. So basically, when I was working at Walmart, guys, I made over $20,000. I made over $20,000 um, at Walmart. And guess where all of it went to? Yeah, my mom. Because everybody keeps saying, oh, give your mom, give your mom. And guys, um, my mom used my money to pay for what? To pay for um, things at the house with my money, not with her money. You see the difference what I'm saying? If she, had, if she had paid with her money, you see what I mean? But she paid, she paid the money that I earned, that I earned for years. She used my money to pay for what? The light bill, the mortgage, the this, the that. If you know where I'm going with that. So yeah, so that's the thing that I'm telling you. So this is narcissist behavior anyway so they talk about themselves right those with mpd tend to think and speak one of themselves often about their physical appearance their talents or achievements oh i got a bachelor's in this or whatever and whatever you know however comments like these tend to be exaggerated and are not necessarily accurate reflection of their lives they also have little regard for those around them rarely if ever asking others about their thoughts or feelings this is because people who suffer from mpd lack empathy and are therefore unable to recognize or understand the needs and feelings of others you could start talking to a person about how you have a cancer and pretty soon you're you're talking about their new car um yeah because those are narcissistic behavior and guys, I want you to check out this person, Keith Campbell. He is a Keith Campbell is a narcissism researcher, and he's the author of the narcissism epidemic, living in the age of entitlement to the Huffman Post. Guys, go get that book. If you don't have that book, it's fine. You could go on Audible. You could go on Audible and get it, or um, Amazon where you can get it for free, or whatever it is. You guys go check it out. Keep handles. So remember, type it. Type it in on Amazon or wherever. And yep. So anyway, the next, 
that is a sign guys of narcissism because you know i want you guys to you know this this is definitely that's one of it let me give you the second one so the second one is fantasize yes guys no according to mayo clinic the minds of people with mpd short for narcissism personality disorder tend to be filled with elaborate fantasies about success power brilliance beauty or the perfect mate and then no such thing as a perfect mate so yeah as a result of these imaginings they feel they should have the best of everything including houses cars clothing or the status of earning things such as your level of medical care where they attend school unfortunately these fantasies are a way for narcissists to fend off inner emptiness feel special and in control and avoid feelings of defectiveness and insignificance and because they are really rooted in reality it can lead to immense frustration and anger when these things are not achieved and trust me my mom has all this shit my mom has all this shit the third one is the third one is um, narcissists they believe they are superior um psychology today states that people with mpd with narcissist personal disorder often have a grandiose sense of self-importance leading them to feel superior to most they believe that only others who are just as special as they are can truly understand them and those are the people they want to be want to be surrounded by in order to maintain feelings of superiority they will resort to belittling others by focusing on their flaws whether they're real or imagined for narcissists this is an effective way to hide their own shortcomings and preserve your self-image so that's that the next one is the next one the fourth thing is they require constant praise they want to be praised you already know what that means so exactly so despite how outwardly confident narcissists may portray themselves they are often incredibly insecure and have very fragile self-esteem in order to continually prop themselves up people with mpd require near constant praise and admiration they also expect to be recognized as superior even without achievements that warrant it um, and this is what Mayo Clinic says this fragility when it comes to sense of self also makes narcissists highly reactive to criticism any comments that shine a spotlight on their deepest on their yeah on their deepest insecurities or flaws may be met with a burst of narcissistic rage causing a person to lie or divert the conversation in different direction and guys my mom is like that my mom my mom tends to lie a lot I always caught her in a lie all the time so yeah I'm not I'm not joking so these anything I tell you guys I'm not I'm not joking about these things because you know I'm not joking about this is because yes people who meet my mom um, yeah she's a nice person when you see her when you meet her but behind closed doors uh, she, oh she a different person she's a different person she treats you like shit she's treating me like shit you all that kind of stuff yeah 
She she does all that kind of shit. She disrespect me. She talk bad about me. Guys, she even pull out a gun on me. Yes, not gun. My bad. My bad. Knife. My bad. Wrong sir. She put out a knife. Yeah, a knife. And guys, you know how many things my mom did. Yo, you would not believe the shit she put me through. But she did a lot of things. And that's how narcissist people do. And um, in my next episode, we're gonna go into, we're going to go deeply and talk more about um narcissistic behavior, so you guys can understand narcissistic behavior. Because I wanna give you guys the signs and then finish um my my story. So yeah. The next one is sense of entitlement. People with MPD tend to have a sense of entitlement, expecting others to offer them special favors or fulfill your requests without question. If such treatment isn't awarded to them, they may become impatient or angry. According to Psychology Today, this is because narcissists view others as existing primarily to serve their own needs. Now, BPDcentral.com, you guys can go on if you want to, if you want to, liken such behavior to that of a toddler. They have a behavior of a toddler, guys. My mom is that way. My mom behaved like a damn toddler. Like she a damn toddler. And guys, she is old. She's like in her 60s, but I'm not going to say exactly her age. But she's in her 60s. That's all you need to know. Who never learned, who never learned he's not, or she's not saying that word. And becomes enraged when others meet, don't meet his immediate demands. So yeah, my mom is like that. She is like that. I'm telling you. And in my next episode, we're going to talk about that. I'm not going to, because I want to just finish these signs and then finish talking about my story. The next thing is takes advantage of others. Yes, my mom does take advantage of me a lot. She do take advantage of me a lot. She she used my money to pay for things that you know she and don't use her money. You think do the math. Do you think that is right? That she using my money to pay for things and you don't use your own money to pay for shit. You see what I mean? And to excuse my language, I know I'm a pastor, I shouldn't be saying that, but I'm being honest right now as we speak. It's all about honesty. But anyway, According to WebMD, people are naturally drawn to narcissists, finding them attractive, charismatic, and exciting. As a result of this, people with MPD may not have any issues getting people to do what they want. But in cases where the narcissist's needs are not being met, they have no problem taking advantage of others. That's why people will take advantage of you. Narcissists do. Yep, they do. And related with to no regard for the feelings or interests of these people. As a result of this behavior, narcissists often have very tremendous friendships and romantic relations that are quite short lived. So, yes. And the last one, the last one, sorry about all these noises, guys. Yeah. The last one is envious of others yeah my mom is envious of me just because for those of you who don't know me yeah, you know that i'm gay i'm gay as fuck yeah my mom is envious of me just because i'm gay she's like oh she ain't want no gay daughter she don't want no gay daughter she don't accept no gay daughter i'm like okay yeah she envious of me she envious of my success or whatever she said she don't like gay people and all that kind of stuff you think you don't like gay people you, that's that's on her. 
It's not on me. If you don't like them, uh, that's you. <laughs> like, I give a shit. Let me tell you something. You don't like them, that's on you. Because there's consequences for not liking everybody. Because me, I'm diff- I'm a whole different person. And that, and that I'm in, in um, at the next episode or future episodes, I'm going to tell you guys about more about who I am as a person and all that kind of stuff so you guys can understand. So the last, so I said, this last one is envious of others. Now, experiencing envy of others is another common symptom of MPD because of their low self-esteem. Guys, this is what we're running to know. People who have who are narcissists, they have low as low self-esteem. My mom has low self-esteem. Yes, she does, and need to be superior to others. Narcissists see people who have things they don't. I'm going to repeat that again. Narcissists see people who have things they don't, such as tangible items, stylish. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not threats. Guys, my mom even, my mom even threatened me. Yeah, over some, some bullshit. And I'm excuse my language again, but so she do that over some bullshit. She, she, um, she does a lot of stuff. She did a lot of stuff like. Which is crazy. She threatened me for every damn thing. She guys, and there are times where I didn't eat food. There are times when I didn't eat food. I know because and and guys, this was when I was like before I hit before I reached into adulthood. When I reached into adulthood. You know what I'm saying? When I reached into adulthood she did that. You know, because normally you're supposed to take your kids no matter what age. Exactly. It doesn't matter what the age your child is. You still gotta take care of them. Yeah. Anyway. So let's. Okay. So narcissists may also believe that others are envious of them. Yes. That's the thing. My mom is the same thing too. My mom thinks. My mom thinks that um that that um that I'm envious of her. I'm. She, oh, she always said, oh, you hate me. She hate me. Yeah, my mom always said that. Oh, um, she, um, she, like, then you can hate me. Like, she said she hate me and all oh, this stuff. I'm like, I don't hate you. What the fuck? What the hell? I don't hate you. you and the thing is, it's in her mind, guys. It's in her mind. It's in her mind. She think I hate her, but <laughs> I ain't got time for that. But anyway, um... And why this is exactly the type of attention a narcissist wants. That's the thing. Yet the same endless they want they're doing that because they want attention. They want attention. They want they and also the last thing, they accuse narcissists accuse people of such feelings may put an immediate end to their relationship. Yeah. They, I'm telling you, my mom accused me for shit that I don't even and, I, and I'm going to say this, guys. I know I'm a pastor, and I shouldn't even say, say these curse words. But I'm seriously saying, I'm, because my, if, this is my story, guys. My mom did some, some crazy shit to me. She did a lot of shit that hurtful, that hurtful, and it's not okay for somebody to treat you like that. I'm just saying, I got five minutes so that let me stop here and then in my next episode we're gonna go deep into um like more about you know all that stuff but anyway i got five minutes but anyway i just want to leave that so let me tell you a quick 
quick summary of who I am. So um, I'm gonna here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna be doing a QA. I'm gonna be doing a QA on my YouTube channel so you guys could so I'm gonna do a bad. I'm gonna go with some QA and then I'm gonna answer the questions so you guys can know more about me so you can understand about me. So yeah, that's what I want you guys to know because I want you the guy that's to get to know me like physically, mentally, spiritually and whatever. So yeah, so I want you guys to know because I because God wants me to share my story. God wants me to share my story. You because God wants people to know about what I've been going through and I'm, I'm going to be talking about what I've learned along the way throughout the years and not just throughout the years throughout life what life taught me about about like living with a narcissist I'm going to be telling you about that I'm going to tell you how to how to um handle a narcissist parent because it's not easy living with so with a parent who is narcissist so i'm gonna give you that in future episodes so i got four minutes i just wanted you guys to i will give it that so anyway guys you guys can find me everywhere you, you guys can find me everywhere i'm on google i'm on i'm on instagram you guys can follow me on instagram my instagram so let me go my instagram real quick um, so you guys should go on it where you can follow me on Instagram. So let me get let me go on Instagram real quick and tell you exactly that so you guys can know what yeah. So go on Instagram and then I got three minutes. So my Instagram is my Instagram is Reverend DT Freshie. So go and follow my um my Instagram. They can see all my photos and all my things that um that you have not seen there's things that i posted about me about who i am as a person about um i i just pictures of stuff so yeah so you can go on it I, i'm i'm everywhere i do have a facebook page i don't share it but if you go on on facebook you will find me or whatever so yeah anyway guys i i will be telling you everything that you guys need to know because i know i have to keep you guys caught up and all that stuff but i'm going to be doing an update video an update video um on my youtube channel so you guys will go on so i will let you guys know i will i will interact with you guys as you guys know when it will be out so you guys can know that when it's out all right y'all i love you guys take care you guys i'm on snapchat i am hardly on snapchat to be honest with you i am working on a website um, guys i'm gonna talk about that in in the update video so that's me said i love you guys take care god bless you stay focused be blessed be true to who you are don't let anybody take it for granted don't let anybody take it for granted you are you you're beautiful and wonderful made in god's eyes god loves you god wants you to succeed in life god wants you to be the best that he wants you to be this is smart and sexy denica the body and you guys are going to get to know who denica the body is because denica the body um is uh, a person who loves god denica the body loves god and i'm going to tell you all my nicknames and what it means and 
why I give myself those names. I got one minute left. I got one minute left. I just want to say thank you so much for taking the time off your basic schedule to listen to this podcast. Make sure to stay true to who you are. Make sure to follow me on all social media platforms. Whenever, just type in my name and you'll see my name. If you, if I ain't, I ain't there, I ain't got it. But anyway, I love you. Stay blessed, be safe. This is Smart and Sexy Unique the Boss, aka Freshy. And I'll see you guys in my next podcast. And don't forget, guys, stay, put God first. God first. Put God in what you do. Put God in what you do. Alright, y'all. This is your big homie in the building. It's your big homie, Reverend DT Freshy. And we about to get it popping right now. I love y'all. Good night, good morning, good evening, and I will talk to you guys in my next podcast. I love you guys. Stay safe. Yep.